What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Monique, the host of Demo with Mo. We are in February 2022, celebrating Black History Month. This month, we're going to do things a little differently here on the podcast. We're going to focus on black topics all month long. We're even going to shine a light on black owned businesses in the community. For today's episode, if you're married to a black man, you've given birth to a black man, you have a black brother, you have a black father, a black friend, a black neighbor, stop what you're doing right now and share this episode with them. They're going to want to tune in for this one. Let's dive in, guys. What's up, guys? Today's topic is going to be Black men and mental health. Many black men have not been told how to process and talk about their emotional experiences, furthering a sense of isolation, anger, and resentment. A lot of times in the black community, we raise our sons not to cry, saying things like, suck it up, stop being a crybaby, you're a boy. Then these boys grow up to be young men in relationships and marriages, and now their partner wants and expects them to be vulnerable and share their emotions, share how they feel, share what's going on with them, and they don't know how. They were always taught to hide that part of them, not to share their emotions, not to talk about how they're feeling, not to shed any tears, but to be strong, to be a man, not a crybaby. Then they have sons. And they teach their sons what they know or what they were taught. And it's just a vicious cycle that continues. Reasons men don't seek help. One, they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe to share that part of themselves. To share that part of them that may be looked at as a weakness. Or they may feel like that part of them, if they share that, it may be used against them. And a lot of times as young boys growing up, because I have a son myself and I have a a black husband. And a lot of times they wasn't taught that that it's safe to share their feelings, to share their emotions, to cry. They wasn't taught that. If as a child I taught you that that wasn't okay or that's not what little boys do, how would I expect you to feel safe with me when you become an adult? Two, they were taught to suck it up and to be a man or man up. They don't reach out or seek the help because they don't know how to ask for the help. Three, it's hard to find black psychologists that look like them. I researched psychologist statistics in the US and only 4.7% are black or African Americans. So you can only imagine out of that 4.7% how many of them are black men psychologists. So it's hard when you want to talk about everything that's going on with you, but you can't find someone that you can relate to, that you can see yourself in. Four, distrust of the medical system and healthcare providers. And can you blame them? 
Based on history, we have not, as black people, had a great experience in the healthcare or the medical system. The Tuskegee experiment, the lack of resources for the black community, there just has not been a lot of trust built there. Five, they don't want to be seen as crazy. The stigmas around people seeking out mental health, especially in the black community, is such stigmas around it. If you want to talk to someone or see someone, or if you need a appeal to help you cope and deal with anxiety, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, all of the different mental illnesses there are, you're considered to be crazy. Six, fear of cost of being expensive. I work in the medical field and a lot of people assume that it's expensive or it'll cost them a lot of money out of pocket to see a psychologist or a counselor or psychiatrist. But if you do the research, depending on your health plan, a lot of the health plans cover this now. This is 2022 and mental health issues are a big factor in a lot of things that go on in our world today. And a lot of the insurance plans and insurance companies have gotten on board with covering services like this. And even if your insurance plan does not cover this, there are resources in a lot of communities that will see people and their prices will be based on income. So I would encourage you to seek out extra, if you have a primary care physician, reach out to your primary care physician, reach out to people that may be in your church or in your community that may have access to this information. They may know people, they may work in a medical field themselves, but don't suffer in silence because of the cost, because there are so many resources available to us. So please don't suffer in silence because of cost, because if you have insurance, some plans will cover this and all you have to pay is your copay. Seven, they were taught not to tear their business. This is a big thing in the black community. We're taught to keep our business to ourselves, to what happened behind closed doors, stay behind closed doors, not to trust anyone, not to share anything with anyone outside of the family. That's why we've experienced so much trauma, physical abuse, molestation, child abuse, all of the things that we faced, but we had to suffer in silence. We couldn't tell anyone. We couldn't talk about it. You know, it stays in the family. And that went on from generation to generation to generation. But I'm so glad our people are coming out of that. We are speaking up. We're not being silent anymore. We're speaking out against the the bad things that happened to us, the traumatic things that happened to us. We're seeing psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors and we're getting the help but for our black men who are struggling who are taught to be men to man up to not cry to not show weaknesses to figure it out to have it all together these were the same men who was raised in these households and were taught not to tell their business how do you figure it out when you can't tell anyone what you're going through how do you figure it out and get the help if you're not taught how to express yourself and show those emotions and show those insecurities and show those things that you're struggling in. How do you do that? So these seven things are reasons men in our black community don't seek help. And there are more reasons than this, but these are the main reasons that I wanted to focus on. Black men face a lot of challenges, discrimination, racism, trauma, 
social disadvantages, pressures, and stressful life situations that can be in finances, that could be in the loss of a job or issues in their home, abuse, neglect, lack of healthy relationships or mentors. What I don't see a lot of is black male mentors. You know, you you see it. Don't get me wrong. Things have, we're going in the right direction. But as black men, especially a lot of black men who maybe was not raised in the household with their father, they had an absent father, or they didn't have uncles or grandfathers or close male good examples in their life. They don't trust a lot of men. They have an issue with trusting men because the men that they should have been able to trust, they dropped the ball for whatever reason. And a lot of times because of their own traumas and issues and the things that they that they faced growing up and in this world and they just couldn't handle it. They couldn't take on the pressure. But for whatever reason, it's caused this to go from generation to generation. And it just continues to happen. Our black men don't trust other men. And when you don't trust someone, you don't share with them. You don't show them that side of you. You talk about on the surface things. We can discuss sports all day. We can discuss our favorite team. You know, we can go hang out at the bar and watch the game or watch the fight. We can do all of those on the surface things, but I won't show you the real me. I won't show you what I'm going through in my marriage or how I'm struggling with raising my children or how I'm having a hard time on my job or how I'm dealing with depression and anxiety. And sometimes I can't even sleep at night because my mind is racing. Or I have so much stuff bottled up, unforgiveness, resentment. And I don't have a relationship with my dad or I don't have a great relationship with my mom or I don't have anybody close to that I can really talk to. Or my wife, she really don't understand all that I go through as a black man. Imagine, imagine going through all these things, but you don't trust anybody. You don't have anybody you can share all this stuff with. It's just bottled up. You're just internalizing it. One thing about that is going to eventually boil over. It's going to eventually come out. And when it comes out, it won't look good. You're going to say things you don't mean. You're going to hurt the people closest to you, the people that really love you who want to be there. You're going to lash out. You're going to not love yourself well because you don't know how to. Black men, black men. Studies show one in 10 black men are living with depression. One in 10. That is a lot of our black men. In 2018, the death rate by suicide for black men was four times greater in comparison to black women. In 2019, suicide was the second, y'all, the second leading cause of death for black men between ages 15 to 24, according to the Office of Minority Health. Per HealthCentral.com, 50% of black men in the prison system have mental health issues, according to some reports. But rather than being treated with psychotherapy or medication, their symptoms are criminalized, possibly the result of racism and negative stereotypes toward black men by society. It's time out for our black men not to feel safe to be vulnerable and share their emotions and feelings. It's time out for our black men to now have men in their life, women in their life whom they can trust to share their real selves, to not have to hide behind a mask, to not have to be strong, to not have to man up, to not have to carry the weight of the world, to not have to figure it out and have it all together. It's time out for that. 
It's time for our men to, to be healed and made whole. It's time for our black men to see psychotherapists, psychologists, counselors. It's time for our black men to talk about the things that they're going through. It's time for our black men to get the support that they've always needed. There's so many broken men in society. There's so many broken black men in society. Look around at the black men in your life. Your husbands, boyfriends, brothers, fathers, sons, your neighbor, your pastor, your teacher, your coach, your friends. Do they need your support? Do they need your ear? Do they need you to tell them they may need to go see a professional and that that's totally okay? Y'all, we got to start showing up for our black men. And black men, you guys got to start showing up for you. You got to take care of you. You got to see about your mental health. If you need a pill, that's totally okay. If you need to talk to someone, that's totally okay. If you need to work through some resentment and unforgiveness and hatred and bitterness and brokenness and all of the things, that's okay. If you need to take a mental break, that's okay. But you get the help that you need. We want to see our black men healed, whole, and thriving. You guys, I got this wrong in the beginning of my marriage. For years in the beginning of my marriage, I got this wrong. My husband and I got married very young. My husband didn't grow up with his father in his household. That relationship had issues to say the least. So it's a lot of things he didn't know. He didn't see how to be a healthy husband. He didn't see how to love your wife. He didn't see how to raise and love your children well. He didn't see any of these things. But when we got married, I expected, I thought that he would know how to do these things. Why would I think that? What, I mean, what was looking back, what was wrong with me? He had to figure it all out. I can now, now that I'm mature, now that I've become wiser, I see that that was a lot of pressure on him to be a young man, to break generational cycles and do things differently, to be married and to love your wife well, to love your children well, to provide for your family, to be strong, to take on all of the responsibilities that they came with. To go to a job where they may not have respected you or treated you well, but you tried to do it with a smile so that you could take care of your family. I didn't handle it well, you guys. And I know there are a lot of people like me who, who didn't handle it well. And, and some of you still may not be handling it well. But support your men. Realize that some of them may need help. Realize that some of them may need to talk to somebody. But also realize that that's perfectly okay. That does not make them less of a man. It takes a strong person to admit that they need help. It really does. So I encourage you today, fellas, get the help that you need. You want to be the best version of you. Whether you're a husband, a brother, a son, a friend, a grandfather, wherever you are today, you want to show up and be the best version of you. And if you're hiding a part of you, if you're internalizing a lot of negative things, if you're not, if you don't have an outlet or a healthy way to share your feelings, your emotions, the things that you're facing, that you're going through day to day, just living in this world, the things that you guys have to face and go through every day. Remember, if you have a black man in your life, share this episode with them. If you are a Christian listening to this and you may be on the other end because this is something that has went on from generation to generation too. Some people think that church is enough. Some people say, I have God and that's all I need. 
Don't get me wrong. God's grace is sufficient. God is enough. But God has given us resources. God has put people in place to help and assist us. Use your resources. You can have Jesus and therapy. You can have Jesus and appeal if you need it. But use your resources. Get the help that you need. Remember, to all the black men out there, I love you, but God loves you more. Bye, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast, email them to me at Demo with Mo at gmail.com. That's D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com.